I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn Podcast. This is Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we're going to talk about Wonder Woman. Yay! We saw it last week, <laughs> but then we decided to do the Sense8 podcast and then do this one. Um, and we saw it on Thursday night when it came out. It was really exciting. We were really pumped out, like pumped for it. Um, and I really enjoyed it overall. I thought it was I thought it was very different than than what DC has been coming out with. So I I thought it was fine. I'm yeah. not I'm not like hyped, but you know, I thought I thought it was she was she was kick ass. It was it, it was, was really different. It was, it was really everything different. I wanted it to be. That's really what it was. I mean, yeah, I'd agree with that. Cuz I didn't I didn't expect it to be the best movie I've ever seen. And it wasn't. Which, I mean, you really can't expect from DC right now. But, yeah, but, but I is, expected is... it to be better than Batman, like, Batman vs. Superman, and Green Lantern, and, Green Lantern and Suicide, Squad. Suicide Squad. Like, those were all just so, so bad. Yeah. That we just, I, ex- I expected this one to be better, and it was. So, it was pretty exciting. Um, so, I thought we'd just kind of review it or discuss it. Sure. Um, as it goes along. So if you have not seen this movie, I would really not listen to this podcast. I really would recommend going to see this movie, especially in theaters. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're a DC fan, definitely go see it. I, I mean... I just think... We're, we're definitely... I mean, I'm I, I'm not going to speak for Alessandra, but I'm definitely more of a Marvel fan than a DC fan. But I still go see all the DC movies because I, st- I still love superheroes. I'm just all around superhero, so... I'm just saying I think everybody should see this movie. I mean, not just... Yeah, not, not not just for the fact if you're a DC or a Marvel person. Because it's a genuinely enjoyable movie, and there's a lot of good things in this movie. It's got some good messages, it's mm-hmm. got some great acting, it's got some great fight scenes. It's, yeah. It's very, it's very bright and warming. I don't know. Oh. I, I just remember it being very bright. It is a bright movie. And colorful. Well, the, the style is, the, like... The color correction and just, like, the editing and everything is really similar to all of the other DCs in this universe that we're seeing right now. It just doesn't seem as... It didn't seem as dark. It was pretty dark. There was a lot what of was war it going dark? on. Well, okay, story-wise, I'm thinking, like, no, like the, light. the end scene, like, the last battle scene was extremely dark. It was. It took place at night. Like, it was all, like, quite quite dark pretty much up until the war part like it was just well up until she got to london yeah because london was very murky and everything so i okay let's just start from the beginning (laughs) so this was directed by patty jenkins who also directed um her first feature was monster which had charlie theron and christina ricci it was about a um serial killer this lady is if anything already a superhero to me because she's an amazing like female director and she's worked her way to this point and it's pretty remarkable that she and like amazing and fantastic that she got to direct the highest budget film for a woman ever and she's making the most money of any other female director of all time that's awesome. So that is already awesome, and so you should give your money to this lady because she has is pioneering right now. <laughs> so that's pretty cool because that's something Marvel has not done. Yeah, and even though, and yeah, like as Alessandra said, she got she was given the biggest budget, and mm-hmm. I I feel like she used it she used it in every best way possible. She did. She used it very wisely. You <clears throat> know, in, in every bit like casting um it wasn't too flashy it wasn't no, too over it wasn't the top but sometimes with superhero movies that can kind of that can kind of overshadow the story where i think she really focused on the story i think yeah the strengths of this movie was that the script was better than the other scripts yeah like, the screenplay was 
extremely put together. There, there wasn't too many plot holes, really. I mean, you could probably find some, but it's also a superhero movie, so. It was also fairly, I mean, it was... It was simple. It was simple. It was, like, uh, like when the movie ended, Alessandro and I were discussing how it kind of jumped in between just being, like, a war drama and then being a superhero. Like, it, it really just bounced back and forth. And a, like, romantic movie, too. Yeah, like, like a romantic, element. dramatic so war film. It was more of, like, yeah, like a period drama war film. And that's kind of what I wished it was even more of. Yeah, because yeah, because we were saying how it, it was kind of choppy, how it would just be a war film, but then it would be a superhero film. Like it was, yeah, it wasn't. It, it was jungling a lot. It was holding a lot of different things. Lots yeah, of different and, and not really running smoothly. Which I mean, that that's very difficult. I mean, this is two f- very different genres of movie. Yeah. And because even though you find like war and and lots of other like similar topics in a superhero movie, they're a lot more exaggerated. Well, like times ten. I found that the and a lot of people were comparing it to Captain America: The First Avenger. Oh yeah. The first movie. Um, that movie is the most similar to this movie. Yeah. Not saying that it's better because I don't think that the first Captain America is really better than this movie because no. I, I wouldn't really put it up there. I would say it's it's not as good as this movie was in terms of like the whole war balancing act thing. Well, maybe because that movie was all war pretty much. I, f- I feel like in terms of comparing it to that movie, Captain America was just was just more war than superhero film. Yeah. It, it, it definitely, it definitely was. yeah, like, it's, the like, yeah, so yeah. much more of it was war film than which it was what, superhero. Which was the strength of that movie, and it it did it pretty well. Yeah, it did. Yeah, but in, in people are comparing it, and I think that's the reason why they made it in World War One because they didn't want it to be compared to, quite easily, to World War Two where the second Captain, or the first Captain America was. Yeah. So... You know, and it also took pl- took takes place in the past. It takes place, you know, in a time that's different from ours and where we're so used to seeing them as they are now. So it's like their origin story. Yeah. Um, and with Diana, she is like separate from this world basically because she's a goddess who like lives in Themyscira. So I thought we could maybe talk about that part. So that's interesting because I thought that Wonder Woman was kind of a similar species to Superman, where they live on a different planet. I didn't no. know they still lived on they're Earth. They're from Earth. I didn't know that. But they're... She's... She's Zeus's daughter. Yeah. And, like, Zeus gave her life. But her mother sculpted her out of clay, and then Zeus gave her life. Yeah. So... And then, like, I liked... The part, like, a lot of the movie takes place in Themyscira, like, in the beginning. Like, what portion of it do you think takes place there? I mean, it wasn't, like, a lot, but it was a... You got to see a lot of that, what was going on there. She spent a lot of time there. Yeah, it pretty much just started there. I mean, I'd say, like, a solid 15% of the movie was, like, there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it was this beautiful, like, this beautiful place that's shot in Italy... Yeah, gorgeous. I was going to say like Greek, but it was yeah, like it's like Italian. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. very very pretty. Like just gorgeous. Th- that's that's where all the colors come from. Like yeah, that pretty was much it. once she leaves that place, it's misty. And it's foggy just and gross. gross. Like and the world is just a terrible place. Because the mascara is like this perfect place where like you mm-hmm. don't really want to leave because I mean they have everything they need and they're just all the women just live there. They're all like e- extremely built like. There was literally, like, an entire scene of just watching women just training. Like, yeah. all of them just going real hard, doing tons of squats and lunges and, like, throwing <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, just, like, a 15-minute scene just all between. It really <laughs> was. It was, like, she was, like, Diana was, like, a little kid, like, watching them. She's, like, I want to fight. She's, like, kicking and punching in the air and stuff. She's, yeah, like, the, cute. Yeah, the training, like, even just f- from, from the get-go. I got get-go, tired of watching it, man. Like, from the get-go. Like, they're... They're, like, doing these really cool, like, slow motion, like, side, side flying kicks. They're so oh, cool. Oh, man. All of like, the warriors so are just cool. so awesome. And it's just, like, you're watching this and you're like, this is only women. Women are so cool. Like, you're just watching it just, oh, it's so awesome. Like, it does not restrain itself. It's always yeah. just, like, go women, you know? 
such a freaking awesome forward movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they had to work so hard, you know? And I really enjoyed that just because, like, you know, once Chris Pine shows up, like, you know, he's he lives in a world where, like, mostly men are in charge. Oh, he's, he's, he's still in the patriarchy for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, it's in and there. So, and so when she yeah. just pops in from, you know, being on an island full of women and, you know, women are in charge and there's no men at all. No, like, but she's, heard quest- she's questioning everything and yeah. it's so great because... She's so naive, it's hilarious, but, like, not too much where you're, like, we, you know, she's not stupid. She's no. just a little naive. She's just like, why would it be like this? Like, she she's questioning everything, like, in... And in in the right ways, like she's, yeah. Well, I was gonna mention that scene where she jumps onto the tower and like grabs. Oh, to get the armor to try and and get the armor and stuff. Yeah, she like grabs onto the tower with her just like her hands, and she climbs up this thing by like smashing her hands into the rock and climbing up this tower and you're just like what like this lady is she's so strong she's not like but she's still afraid when she falls yeah not only that but she had to jump over like a huge like ravine to get to this to get to this temple that had that had the lasso of truth yeah and the armor and the the, and the sword. sword and the shield and the armor yeah um, and so she, like, gets that all together, but it's just, there's a lot of, like, extreme acrobatics that she does. Like, she yeah. does a lot of flipping. <laughs> and so, of course, they start off the movie by sort of hinting at the fact that Diana is not the same as the other Amazons. No. So, so would the other she's Amazons... She's the only child on the island. Too. Would the other Amazons have been able to, like, punch their hands through the like are, are they all that strong? Yeah, see, like she, I don't she seems know. a bit more strong like, than I, them. She is, and then she, she when she she uses her um, bracelets to do that like big powerful whoosh that pushes her um, on and and T what, no uh, oh, what's her name Antione or oh. Antiope Antiope yeah yeah so she pushes her and Robin Wright she like is treating her like basically teaching her how to become the strongest um, fighter on the island so that yeah. she can. Uh, defeat um, Ares. Yeah. And so she uses those, like, she she basically finds out that she's different because she gets stronger than all of the other women do. And it's just interesting how, how the events kind of all played out because she was, they, all of these Amazon women were, they grew up knowing that there'd be a threat that they had to fight. But was the was Ares ever going to get to them? It it seemed like he was mostly just just focusing on humankind. Yeah, it seemed like not, he had forgotten about that. Yeah, and like he really didn't care about the Amazonian women. So like if Chris Pine had never shown up, like they would have been there forever. Yeah, they like I don't think I mean unless Ares like somehow destroyed everyone on the planet, then he would have probably tried to find them again. But. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But it's just interesting how how chronologically the things laid out because it's just like what if this happened? What if that happened? Yeah, when the Germans find go after Chris Pine on that beach and they're fighting, I loved that scene. Like the women are fighting against the men mm-hmm. who are so confused and they're yeah. like shooting at the women and their armor's not strong enough and they uh get shot and they die. And it's just crazy how they automatically just cuz like they're the Germans are chasing Chris Pine because he stole he stole something, and because he's a spy, well, he's a spy. Yeah. He's a spy for the English. Yeah. No. For, no. Well, yes, for the British Army. For the British Army, yeah. Yeah. And he's and, an American. Yeah, and so he he stole something from enemy lines, and he like they're just they're so I mean so once they go through the force field, yeah. like why did they just automatically start shooting at the Amazons? I don't like, know. But because I mean, the Amazon started shooting at them. Remember, they shot them first. <gasps> they did shoot them first. They, they shot the arrows over and they killed all those guys. And they're like, oh, shit. You they know? did. They did. So, like... They did. That's why. And then Chris Pine was on, was trying to even kind of, like, protect Diana for some reason, even though she could totally fight herself. And she was just watching it happen. And you're like, oh, my God. And then her aunt dies. And you're like, Robin Wright, no! You were the coolest! Robin Wright was awesome. She just... I love how people on Twitter have been, like, comparing her to her princess, like, 
Buttercup and like her oh on the horse. Oh my gosh! And yes. then just like putting her on the horse because she is just chiseled. This lady, like I swear, she is so amazing. It's like this actress, like she goes through so many great transformations as an actress. Like she's aged very well. She she's just beautiful. She's it's crazy. Beautiful. Like and you know so we got. We've got, like, this really wonderful stock of, like, these awesome Amazonian women, you know, like Gal Gadot, and um, her mother is um, Connie Nielsen. Mm-hmm. So they're just all, like, so awesome, and they're wearing, like, this armor the whole time. So her and Chris Pine leave the island, and then they go to London on a boat. And this boat scene was really cute, because he and her, like, had this extremely awkward conversation about, like, sleeping together. Oh, my gosh. This was the most... It was really awkward. Awkward? They're, like, squirming, just like... Like, they're both, like, squirming. It was funny. she could not stop moving. Alessandra left to go to the bathroom, and I honestly don't know how you go to the bathroom so quickly. I ran out there. You... You're 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 gone for like two seconds. Yeah, I was. I, I left in one scene. I came back in the same. scene. I don't even know how you do that. It was the scene where he was like shirtless and she was talking to him, and you were like, "Oh, she." And I said, "What did literally what <gasps> I said? That's right. Said, what happened?" And you're okay, like, wait. "Oh, she just talked to him about his penis or something." She did. She <laughs> did. <laughs> I missed that part. What did he say? Okay. <laughs> what was it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's so curious. She has no idea. That's so funny. Um, so after after the fight, he gets wounded somehow. Somehow, does he get shot? I don't know. No, whatever. but he gets wounded, and then they do the he last of truth on him, and he says that he's. A he spy. tells him okay. about the war, and then she's like, "Oh, Aries," and then he's like, <laughs> "He's like oh, sitting. Aries. He's like sitting in this in this." Um, hot spring, like healing, like in this like oh. mineral water stuff. He's or in the water. He is in the water, oh, naked. I missed this. Pop, naked. Oh, I and missed this whole scene. Yeah, dude, you I'm should. So you shouldn't have gone to the bathroom. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you shouldn't go to the bathroom. No. Anyway, I'll watch it again. Um, so he's I'm pretty upset about that. Actually, so he's just like swimming around, and he's like getting ready to get out, and then of course she walks in, and he gets out of the tub like butt naked. Are you serious? And yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't see anything. How but did I miss this? Scene? You just you you were going to the bathroom. I'm real man. upset about. You were going this. to the bathroom. I man. love Chris. Pine. the best scene in the entire movie. No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, and so, I have, actually, I know what my favorite scene was. And so there were even parts where you could like. He was, like the, the most <laughs> he was like covering up his parts. Yeah, and oh, she actually panned I'm... out. Like that was the most you were gonna see of Chris Pine in this movie. Oh. Was just him covering his stuff. Yeah, I gotta buy this movie now. He had some nice thighs. <laughs> He's just gorgeous. Okay, anyway. Well, he was real skinny in Hell or High Water, so I'm sure he, he was. He got real bulky for this after that. He, I don't know. He, he, yeah, he got he got bulkier than I well, would, I wouldn't bulkier s- than Hell or High Water. I wouldn't say he, he's like he's like Star Trek Kirk buff. He was a but he's but he's pretty good. In the, no, I saw his chest in this. He was pretty ripped. I I feel like Kirk Kirk is a lot more buff. He is. He doesn't he is. fit into that shirt. Yeah. But in all the best ways. But he's not like the other Chris's, though. That shirt's too tight in all the best ways. <laughs> anyway. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> you just need to cut I this out. I just love... Anyway, so he Chris gets me. out of the bath, and he's he's covering up his stuff, and... <laughs> <laughs> and she's like... And she's like, what's that? And he, like, looks down, and he's like, um... Oh, you mean this? This is a watch. And he like, starts talking about his watch. Are and I'm like, serious? I'm like, Chris, Chris, she's talking about your penis. <laughs> and, so, and so then So good. So pure. And Man. so and so, you know, he's like talking about this really cute story about how like he got his watch, I think, from his dad or something. Mm. And and then some cute little saying about time. I don't know. I think I remember that. Yeah, I, I think I walked in by that point. And that's pretty much. That's pretty much it. She she looked straight at it and then was like, "What's that?" And he's like, "It's a watch." Oh, I love. I it's love her. So funny. She's just got this innocence. Like her face is just. It's already got that like youngness to it. Yeah. And it's just like. She says things with such strength and such confidence that it's just, it's not necessarily, like, you're not making fun of her. You're, like, Mm -hmm. on her side about it. You're like, that's a good point. You're like, I understand why you would wonder why that's the way it is and whatever. But anyways, they're on the boat. Yeah, they leave. 
and they're they're sailing back. I mean, it's just I really liked I enjoyed that scene when they he was just like, you know, just because they seemed so real. Like the way that he was talking to her was so like, well, I might as well talk to her about this, but I'm not sure what I should say. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, I read the books of Calliope Pleasures or something." And then he's like, "Well, I want to read those." And he's like, "Yeah." I would love to read those. Like, have you read them all? And it's just, like, so... They were just being really kind of coy, and, like, she kept moving. She was, like, not moving. Well, because, of course, I mean, yeah, those those awkward questions are going to come up, obviously, <laughs> because, you know, Chris Pine just happens upon an island full of women, and she never had a father, and so he's going to assume... He's going to assume a- a- anything. Everything. Yeah. Well, I also really enjoyed that what she said. She was like... This book says that women only need men, like, human women only need men to procreate, but they don't need them for pleasure at all. Like, yeah, because yeah, the 12 volume books that she read on pleasuring yeah, said that you, like, don't, you, don't, need need a, you don't need a man. And then I was like, oh, I bet all <laughs> the women on, I bet all the women on that island were all lesbians. They were just all just like, yep, we don't need men. We are totally fine. And then I was like, Yeah. I bet they don't need men at all. <laughs> They're all just real good. <laughs> I just thought that was... A, it, there's so many lines that are just like, they imply things like that so much. It's it's great. Loved it. Anyway, so they go to London, and she's like, this place is so ugly, it's so foggy here. They get out, and she sees a baby. She gets really excited. Like, everything that she... She's <laughs> like, a baby! Like, yeah, she goes like, a baby! She starts running over to it, and then Chris Pratt's like, don't touch no, that no, woman's baby. Just don't touch her. Like, don't grab that woman's baby. Like, you can't just do that. I just... She was... <laughs> everything she so did was funny. just so sweet, and, like, she wasn't wearing... Like, she wasn't wearing... She was just wearing her armor, and her legs are, like, out, you know? Well, and yeah, because that's, like, that's... That's, like, the... That's the common clothing She, on. like, starts to take off her jacket, and they're like, oh, put that back on like she's like half naked you know it's like it's just so funny like her she's basically like an underwear kind of because she doesn't really have pants on they're really not pants it's more like a swimsuit armor you know yeah yeah with like a little mini skirt sure that's like made that's like fringy yeah like like a fringy mini fringe like it's not yeah. But that's what she wore. That's her clothing. Oh, it's great. She and has an so awesome they outfit. get there, they take her shopping, and that's when he meets, um, she meets his secretary. His assistant. His yeah. assistant. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, she's pretty funny. Yeah, she's, um, she's funny. She's, uh, you know, she talks about, uh, like being, being an assistant, and she's like, you know, oh, I do, I do everything, I do everything that, uh, that Steve asks me to, and she's like, like a slave? Like, she... That, where I'm from, that's slavery. She's yeah. Like, oh, I like her. <laughs> and, uh, I think my favorite line that she said was when they were doing their, like, 80s dress-up kind of montage. Yeah. <laughs> she came out, and she was, like, wearing this, you know, nice, like, suit-ish outfit, and, uh, Chris Pine's like, oh, yeah, you look uh, almost normal. And then his secretary was like, "Yeah, like she's magically trans has not magically transformed into the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in your life." Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like, oh, now she's not the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in your life. Like, she she's pretty gorgeous. Like, yeah, because like, most... I guess he was trying to find her an outfit to make her look less attractive. Yeah, or something. and it just didn't. It was not working. And then and then he put glasses on her, and then and then she's like, "Oh yeah, she's not she's not beautiful now." Like, yeah, like, yeah. like the the assistant. Like she's like. Oh yeah, like she tries to walk out the door with like her shield and her sword, and everything's just all clunky with her, you know. And she's real tall too. She's super tall. She's super tall, and, and like she's just carrying old. this heavy armor around, like just in the middle of of London Street. She's just like waving this sword around. And she goes, uh, she just, then she like walks into Parliament or whatever, and it's just like talking to the men, like they don't. She just, like, bursts out loud. Like, everything she does just has no... She doesn't know anything about the patriarchy at all, which is wonderful. Because she's just like, why Why shouldn't I talk? There's no reason why I shouldn't have anything to say. And Yeah, and she's and she just doesn't have a filter. She's just going to nope, say... No, she just goes. She's just going to say whatever. She's, she's uh, very honest. She just... Everything that, she, that comes to her mind, she says. I mean, and... Uh, but it's, like, in a nice way. She's not just, like... She says what she thinks is right and what she thinks is true. And she's trying to find Aries... And so they gather up a bunch of people. Um, Chris Pine gathers up his, like, ragtag group of men to go off to war. 
Yeah, so how did he know these guys? So I, I guess they I used to fight. I think he had fought with them before. Just and, fought? Yeah. Or, or it's, it seemed like they had done, like, higher payout deals with them before. Because mm-hmm. that's why when, when they bring them together, like, all right, how much are we going to get paid? And Chris is like, yeah. eh, none. Not that much. Nothing, nothing but, at all. But I was like, so this is about the time that I thought David Thewlis, the guy who was um, the parliament guy, Aries... Um, when he walked into the bar to tell them he was going to pay them for their services, that he was going to support their little mission, I just, I was actually really confused because I knew that he was going to be a bad guy just based on the fact that he is typecast as the bad guy in almost every movie I've ever seen him in except for Harry Potter. Not as Lupin. Yeah, that's it. Every other thing he's been in, he's a bad guy. Because he's kind of, like, got a mean face. What else is he a bad guy in? Ah. Uh, it just... Uh, what was what was another one that he was in recently? Let's find out. Oh, yeah, I remember... Okay. Uh, he wasn't in The Theory of Everything. Yeah, well, he was fine. There's no bad guys in The Theory well, of yeah. Everything. I mean, I'm talking, like... He was in, uh... Oh, he was in that movie, the Stonehurst Asylum movie. I saw that, and he was mean in that. At the state, yeah. Was he? We never saw this. No, we never saw Zero Theorem. Aw. Anonymous, he wasn't very nice. Like, I just... So he's just a not-nice character? I just think every movie he's in is just, like, he's not the, like, most upright citizen guy. You see, that's... Because I, I only know him of Lupin, so I had no idea. I thought he was just whatever. For some reason... You know what? Maybe it's just because I got that vibe. I think it was just the vibe. Maybe. And maybe I said, just your I said, I don't think this guy's gonna be... And then when he popped up at the end as Ares, I was like, I fucking knew it. I knew it. To me, I was like, oh, he's just looping in disguise right now. He's gonna go head off to Hogwarts after this meeting. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> so I think the best part, I mean, after you get to know the guys in the bar and everything, it's nice. And They're pretty cool, yeah. I like I like his little ragtag team. Yeah. They're you know, like, I there's didn't... a Scottish guy, there's an actor who's from, like, Spain. Yeah, they're, they're cool. I, I, I didn't feel like I wasn't, like, in love with them. Like, normally I feel like I would have. Mm. Like, because, you know, when people get, like, their team together. I know. I like them more than the Howling Commandos, I think. The Howling Commandos? From Captain America. Oh. Yeah, see, those guys are not really that memorable. Who? <laughs> um, <laughs> Who are those people? Like, you know, what's Sebi? No, Sebi was part of it, sort of, but the, the other guys, you know, we've got, um... Oh, the others? Yeah, no. the guy from Austin Land. <laughs> I don't remember any of those people. The guy from Third Star who wears the beautiful sweater, the one we love so much. Oh my god. JJ? JJ Field is also the Howling Commando in that. JJ? JJ was, remember? See, he was such a memory. He was so unmemorable that we literally we don't get to know them at all. JJ was in that movie? Yes, he was in it. Asara. Yeah. Emily, JJ was in the he movie. He was a Howling Commando, yeah. What are, he's howling? what are you talking about? And for some reason he didn't show up in, in Agent Carter, which makes no sense because he should have. Because he's hot. <laughs> Sorry, Okay. <laughs> Really? He's in that movie? Anyways, I only saw that movie once. So then they go to, like, the front, and they're in the trenches, and... The front was awesome! So, this is my favorite scene, because it is the coolest, and I think I got, like, I shed some tears. Did you really? I really did. It was pretty amazing. Okay. He goes, like, you can't go through no man's land to get to this, like, to the people who are dying. You can, like, hear them and everything. She really Yeah, because basically they're trying to quickly move through the trenches to get to their next area, but she's... you know, all, like, all on the way, she keeps seeing people that need help. Like, there's a horse stuck in, like, some yeah. mud. There's, like, there's some like, guy without legs, okay? There's, there's, like, a kid crying in the corner, like, not having any family around him, and she's just like, oh my god, all these people need help. Like, she's looking around at everyone who needs help, and, you know, the little team that she's with, they're like, no, we need to get to the next place. Like, I, I'm sorry that we can't, we, we can't, can't help them help right everybody. now. We can't help everybody. We yeah. have to help, we have to get and help everyone. Like, and, Yeah, and the reality of this war was very present in this movie. And if, if not, we were reminded by Steve Trevor multiple times that this is the worst war that anybody's ever seen, and so many people are dying, and it's just Oh, yeah. He only said it, like, 15,000 times. And we see it firsthand in this movie, too. I mean, I, I, but I turned to you. Remember we saw that guy without legs, and I turned to you in, in the movie, and I said, 
we can pretty much handle anything after Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> Dude. Shit, that movie. Yeah, because I mean, because I, I wouldn't consider this like your, it wasn't your, very your gory. normal gory no, war it, film. It but wasn't. But I mean, it's still... It still was intense. Yeah. Like, at some point. Yeah, but you... I mean... It's there, nothing it, like Hacksaw Ridge, though. It wasn't Ridge, like... Though. It you wasn't, know, it like wasn't very Ridge. gratuitous. It wasn't like it was Hacksaw Ridge. No. That was... I could... You didn't see exploding brains everywhere. That's I could, not... That movie no. haunts me sometimes. Like, I, I just think about it, and I think... I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop thinking about this movie right now, because it's too hard it for... It was I can't, so gory. I'm gonna get nightmares if I keep thinking about that movie. Really? <laughs> Don't think about it too hard, because then you'll remember all of the crazy shit that you saw on the screen, and then you're gonna be like... I am thinking about it. Do I have to remind you? I'm seeing it. I'm I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> it's not good. I I like I like gore. So no, it's not... I like that movie a lot. But I, that was really hard to watch. Gore doesn't bother me that much. It wasn't that. It was it was not just gore. It wasn't like Tarantino or something. Oh, it was I like love, what? I love Tarantino gore. I know. Oh. See, that's like gratuitous to like satirical gratuitous. Like well, yeah. that was, that's different than Hacksaw Ridge. That was like realistic. Yeah. Which is why it was so scary. Yeah. But anyways, going back to when Diana she just fantabulously walks up with her shield and No. She's in the trenches. Yeah, she's in the she, trenches. She Oh yeah. She pulls her hair out of this like uh, yeah. top knot. And Puts then, her and, thing on and her, her head. Takes, yeah, and then, like, sheds off her, her fur coat. And underneath, like, unveils the awesome-ass armor that she's wearing. She puts on, um... A, a tiara. A P... A, what's her name? A... Antiope? Antiope's head th- crown thing. Tiara crown. Tiara yeah. armor thing. And she just, like, she just starts slow, slow motion storming onto the... Onto the gra- onto the well, that's not grass, well, but onto the dirt. So I I I found that that transition was a bit choppy because really? I like so Steve asks her, he's like, "You can't go out there or something." And then it takes a really long time for her to turn around, put her crown on, lift her head up, and reply. Like it took like a good maybe. She replied. Yeah, she said, "I can" or something like that. She oh. she replied to his his. But it just, to me, it came out of nowhere. Like, okay. I just did not see that, like, that was the direction that this was going. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a little bit mismatched. Mm-hmm. Like, just in terms of, like, the editing. But anyway, she slow motion goes up there, climbs up there, goes between no man's land, and basically makes everybody shoot at her where she's protecting herself from all of the bullets, the bullets and, with her bracelets and, and, her, yeah. and her shield. And... It's fantastic. Like, she's just walking ahead. They are going at her. And all of the other men that she's with kill all of the other Germans who are in the trenches. And the other ones run away or something. Yeah, and then they, they take... They take off because they, take they see it. her. That yeah. she she just walks into their trenches. And, like, the, and the British move forward. Or the Americans are... The British, yeah. British. So it's just incredible. Like, it was just so... I. That scene was insane. Like, was awesome. she just is in the middle of no man's land, like, getting shot at, and she's taking it. Like, and keep keep going forward, like, protecting herself and protecting her her men. It was just, it was incredible. It was like, so awesome. It's a really awesome scene that just will go down. <laughs> her, hair, her hair was perfect the whole time, and I don't even care. Oh, she's just... Normally people would be like, inconsistent! No, her hair wouldn't be is, that perfect! It doesn't matter. She's doesn't a, matter. She's she's a goddess. She, she doesn't adhere to human rules or laws. She doesn't. She probably doesn't grow any hair on her legs, and she probably doesn't... <laughs> she has <laughs> goddess hair. She has goddess it's everything. It's always perfect. She's, she's always perfect. She's always gorgeous. And you just love her for it. Oh, she's amazing. She really is. Gal Gadot does a pretty great job, and... She's just gorgeous. Like, she's, if anything, you just should watch this movie because she's so beautiful. She's so pretty. She's just so pretty. She's so pretty. <laughs> yeah, so... And so, is, they, and so is Chris Pine. Oh, yeah. Oof. Just the two of them. Love it. Loving it. Just a Loving lot of, it. Lot of real nice going on there. And then we get the little dance when they get into the city. Well, actually, they have to fight... 
they, they had to fight more. More. Once, once they yeah. cross no man's land and get, get to this, the city and get to and this little, to... this little like nobody that. town. I like that scene. Like this little nobody town. They have to, they have to get all the Germans out of that town. Like the people there are like terrorized, like hiding in their buildings and stuff. And the Germans, and, yeah, and, and they, it. Yeah. yeah. And they have to, yeah. And so there's like this crazy. Like, I think they're in France. Are they? Isn't that where they are? Is it? I don't know. Yeah? No. Yeah? yeah? I think it's France. I don't know. But, yeah, so she gets there, and, you know, they they stop at the edge, and, of course, they're like, oh, my God, who's gonna, like, how are we gonna do this? And she's like, I'll go distract them. And she, like, runs she, in. She, like, runs out there and just starts, like... <laughs> she just runs in, and she's just, like, jumping into, into windows and, like, kicking the shit out of people. She jumps <laughs> up into the, like... She basically gets shot up into the church and destroys the church and like yeah, there's kills a this sniper. Man. There's a sniper in so in the good. tower of the church and they like they like take this really heavy like piece of sheet metal or yeah. something. They all and get then, behind it. She they and then they like make there. a ramp for her and she like launches and the whole thing just crumbles. Yeah, because she's it's like crazy. She is untouchable. Like she does not get one scratch on her this entire movie. She's just not. She didn't have one point of weakness the whole time. Mm-hmm. Even in the end scene, even the end fight scene, she's fine. Like she yeah. just does has no like. She's not even tired. She doesn't even like care. She's like yeah. I'm, I'm, it's like, this is easy for her. It's like, everything she does is like, oh yeah, that's easy for me and my goddess skin that does not get hurt at all. Like, I, it's crazy. Like Luke Cage skin. Yeah. Made of seashells. Even, the, yeah. It's, made of abalone. It's made of abalone, like, <laughs> shell that doesn't, it's like bulletproof or something. Bulletproof abalone shell. Oh, but we didn't talk about when she was oh. in London and she beats up all those guys for Chris Pine. <laughs> Where, like, the Germans... (gasps) Oh, yeah, the Germans are following him, and so, like, he leads them down an alley, and and I think at this point, he still doesn't quite understand understand. how how good of a fighter she is. No, he doesn't. Like, it still hasn't hasn't gotten to him. He's confused, though. Yeah. He's real confused. And so they throw a... They, like, go to shoot him, and she, she, like, deflects it with, like, her her bracelet like across his chest oh, and, it's and, so cool. and, and he Chris, like catches the and bullet Chris in is his just hand. like what? and it's like he's like it's hot it's hot what? what that's like everybody in this movie like what and then she just like kicks the crap out of everyone and then and then Steve just gets like one punch in and yeah. he's just like oh my god you're amazing ah uh, yeah and that's when he fell in love with her oh yeah I mean he was in love with her from the start he, she woke him up and he was like what uh Oh, from the water. Yeah. She's like, are you a man? He goes, I think. Do I look like a man? Oh, yeah. And then when she's like, are you a man? He's like, I'm I'm known as your more than average man. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, he's, he's like, like laying down. He's like, you know, he's like talking it, took, himself it takes up. a lot to be a spy. Like, they don't just pick anybody for this. He's like, and you know, I'm like, I'm like not, I'm not your typical man. Like, I'm like your higher than average man. He's like, just like, it's so funny. He's like flirting with her and she's just like, what the hell are you and doing? And he's like awful at flirting. It's he's adorable. It's terrible. It's, it's so he's cute. He just is so like, he's just, it's, that's why I think like I was going to get to the point now since they're going to have like a little love scene in this little city. It's <laughs> yeah. adorable. Uh, oh my God. So like basically they just, it was, it was very, it was dance. very rushed, I think, it but was it was still rushed. cute. It was still cute. It was rushed. Like they're very cute together. Um, but yeah, just, it was very rushed. He's just as awkward as she It is. didn't, it didn't feel, it didn't feel real to me even though it was still cute no you know why it didn't feel real to me was because this little city that they constructed just seemed so much like a set to me like on like the oh yeah universal she was, studios she, she lot was looking or at the scene on there and she's like emily this this has to be like a like a universal studios area like it back just, lot scene like, it just this can't looks be real. like it so much to me like i just was like watching this like they're only they're only in one area of the set. They're like in the little piazza, and that's it. And there's not really like, yeah, like pr- pretty much this entire town is like it's like a, a little piazza. It's like that's a town it. square, and that's yeah, it. and it's just like well, this is clearly like a set. Like I just like I don't know. I just really it, it definitely seemed fake. I re- I mean yeah. 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 I just, I compare it to a lot of other war films that don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, maybe, like... You definitely feel larger where this one, where this little town, like, yeah. did not... Like, it felt tiny. It felt small and it felt fake. Yeah. <laughs> so, it because, did. like, there's, like, this little cafe sign. It was, like... 
so generic. Like, everything was, like, really generic. And, like, all the people were really generic, too. And I was like, come on, you could have put a little bit of effort into this. I mean, it's just... I know, especially for the pivotal love scene. I, I mean, come on. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, it was cute. They had, like, their little conversation about how he... He's like, she's like, well, what do, what do people do? And he's like, you know, they spend time together and they grow old together and they have children and she's like what's that like and he's like i have no idea <laughs> and i'm like because he's not there yet i was like oh boy oh buddy if only <laughs> if only you didn't have to die <laughs> oh Tara, too oh, soon. it's hard for me i'm too sad about soon. it i'm real sad about too it too soon another uh comparison to captain america the love interest is gone you know? I mean, but he doesn't die. He's just gone. It's the same difference. Uh, he got to see her. Peggy is also Before the Peggy coolest died. love interest ever. So we also have that, but... I know, they definitely developed that little that little relationship, like, so well. Again, it's, it's a good comparison. It's a good, like, equal footing comparison of equal men and equal women situation. Mm-hmm. And it's wonderful. I love it. We need more of that. Yeah, definitely more strong men with strong women. Yeah, for sure. Love it. Loving it. Loving it. Loving it. (laughs) (laughs) So after this little town, they go to this gala the next day. They, like, hide out. I know. They go from, like, a teeny little town to, like, an extravagant castle gala. It's just... I don't. I don't really like the that pacing scene that in this. I know the. Nah, it was I mean, all right. It was it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's, it's not it like just awful. really jumped around. It like just... they they got they were so they were so productively getting places that it was unrealistic. Yeah. Like I mean, you can't just be at a front, then be at a town, then I don't. And the the places seem too close together. Who she like, ate the ice cream at the train station? <gasps> oh, I love that part. Yeah. She, like, ate this ice cream. She, she was like, oh, ice cream. And he's like, you want some ice cream? And, like, Steve bought her a cone. <laughs> well, because I think at first, did she did she know what ice cream was? I don't, I think she might have heard of it, but she, she'd never tried it. And then she, she yeah. tried it and she was like, this is amazing. You should be proud of this. And it is. And the guy's like, thank so you. sweet. It's so adorable. She because has, like, like, he kind of catches her off guard and he's like, ice, ice cream, miss? And she's like, what? Uh, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you want ice cream? And then she's just like, oh my god, ice cream. I, oh, yeah. Oh, she's so cute. So cute. She's so adorable. She's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she goes to the gala and she, like, hides her uh, sword in the back of her dress, which is crazy. Awesome. Because she dances with the uh, the German leader guy, and he puts his hand right on the sword. Can we talk how about, did he not talk notice about that? how ridiculous this guy's name was? <laughs> <laughs> like D- Dumbledorf or Dumbledorf? No, D- Dusseldorf. It was Ludendorff. Ludendorff. Is That's... that is, is that an actual name? Yeah, for sure, man. It just is such a funny name. I mean, there's a lot of German sounding funny things, you Lu- know. Ludendorff. I mean, a lot of stuff in German sounds a little bit funny. Does it? All right. Yeah. I don't know. Just like just Ludendorff. I don't know. Every time they would say it, we'd be like, eh. I'd be like, who? And like, I also like that the. The other bad guy, like there was a, there was that chemist girl, yeah, Miss Poison or like Poison. She it? freaked me out. She, she was cool. She was crazy. She was cool. I just, I don't know. Like I, I liked her and everything. I just thought she could have done with a little bit more developing. Like she really didn't have much to her. Yeah, she kind of just was there. Well, because I also think it was it. It took him forever to develop, at least I feel like, it took him forever to develop, like, a villain because they technically had, like, three. Yeah. They have Ares. Like, and, and they... Who looms until the very end. Yeah. And you don't know because she just wants to kill Ares. Yes, yeah, so like, the whole time, um, one uh, Diana thinks that Ludendorff is Ares. And yeah, she does because she thinks, oh, he's the one who is... 
basically enacting this war. Therefore, Which he is. The, I mean, yeah. Kind of, well, in this movie. He, he, and, yeah, he, he wants it to keep going, for sure. Yeah, and uh, she's like, well, he must be the god of war because he is making people battle. And yeah. if I kill him, everybody will realize that... Like, so she, she sees herself as superior because she's a goddess. Like, she really does. She sees, like, humans as just people who follow gods, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. because that's all she's been taught. And then she, like, realizes that humans are worth saving, even though some of them are evil and some of them are good. It's like, it's worth saving for the love. It's worth saving for the good ones, you know? And that's, that's, like, why this is a nice... And that was interesting to see, like, that develop, because mm-hmm. the whole time she's just like, she's like, you're not doing this, like, you don't know what you're doing. You're, you're just under Ares' spell. And yeah. then, like, it's so, it's so black and white. Like, there's no, there's no gray area. But then she, like, has to learn that the hard way, but then she still overcomes it. And it's a very, it's a very good message. And I think that they even do a good job with Chris Pine's character in that, He's trying to explain to Diana the entire time that the what she thinks is so simplistic is very complicated, in fact, and that it's not just going to be like they just are happy and everybody's going to work out and everything's going to be fine because that's not what's going to happen. You can't just kill one person and the war is going to end. You know, yeah. like that's not how it works. And so he's like trying to tell her that. But I also think they do a good job writing his character and Chris Pine does a really amazing job explaining it to her without mansplaining it to her. (laughs) Because, like, he kind of is like, yeah, Diana, I know, but you're not from, like, she's not from there. She doesn't know. And he does a lot of, like, flailing with his words where he's trying to make her see what he's seeing. Yeah, he, he definitely spends a lot of time trying to get the words out and and doesn't, he just does it's hard for him. It's and very it's, hard. And it's like, yeah, it's not easy to explain war. It makes no sense. That's why it's hard to explain. Especially to somebody who is a child or somebody who's childlike, like like Diana, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it makes no sense. It makes, like, war makes no sense. Which is why it's so confusing, which is why he has a hard time explaining it. And Which is also interesting because you know he's trying to ingrain this into her mind the whole time, but then, but then once she does destroy a- Ares, like the, like it kind of turns out that the people were kind of under a yeah, spell. Yeah, I know. So I thought that was a really weird like one eighty turn where like you know yeah where it was weird where you're kind of trying to because because we're all rooting for you know. Di- um, Diana to just realize that oh well it wasn't Ares it was just this is just what mankind can be like, um, but then but then it turns out that but then they... it turns out that they were kind of under his spell which was which was weird I thought that was an interesting way to take it yeah because because I don't know like I I was I was kind of thinking that Ares was never gonna be there like when like when she killed Ludendorff I was like all right, there was no Aries. Like, this is just what mankind's like. And I would have been happy with that. I would have been happy with that, too. And I think it just went that extra bit that we didn't need. Kind yeah, of like... I, yeah, the whole fight scene with Aries, I didn't like. I didn't like it either. It was it, it was badass. She was badass. No, but it was unnecessary. It reminded me of Superman fighting with Zod, and it just, just never stopped. It was just... It kept going and going and going. Yeah. And it was just two people who are basically invincible fighting each other destroying everything around them that was and basically I think, what it was and like. i think that's where the cutoff went where it it turned from being just a good a good action packed war film to being too superhero-y yeah because because if you think about it looking back on the scene where she's doing her awesome like on the front yeah. battle thing like yeah. that was fine like yeah. that that whole scene like, like, like meshing into the story yeah. into the war story was great this ending fight scene was so out of place that, that was the out of place scene definitely was. that was it that and, was the weakest scene but I think if they didn't have her like I just don't know what they would have done with like with Steve because they needed Steve to die so it would have did to be he, did he though no he didn't he really did he didn't he, really, he, didn't he really to didn't die. fucking need to die and, and we're not even just saying that because, because we love we loved his character and, and we love Chris Pine like, yeah. like honestly story wise he didn't need he to really die he really didn't and 
Ah, no, he just he I, he would have died anyway. Which because is why she, cause she so, would have outlived him. Which is why I was so upset. Like I was like, duh, duh, we didn't need this. Or he could have died another way. But honestly, story wise and plot wise, Steve it was unnecessary. Steve did not need to die. And, and he it wasn't like he was searching for meaning or anything. He, he was wasn't. fine. Like I just he wasn't. Oh, but his like scene where he shot the stuff in the sky on the plane, like. Chris Pine did an awesome job, like, being scared as fuck on this plane, mm-hmm. like, about to kill himself, basically. Like, it yeah. was just, I, uh, it hurt a lot because his performance was so genuine. Like, I was so sucked into his performance through a, this entire film that I felt like it really redeemed all of the other performances in the film. Because he really kind of was, like, the best actor in this film. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Gal Gadot is amazing, and I love her, but she's not the best actress in this film. Like, she's fine. She's an awesome, cool, amazing actress, but it's just like... She was a great superhero, but I feel like her... Her range is a bit limited in terms of, like... The way she delivers lines and stuff. She was and fine, she didn't, but... and, and she was also just very set in stone. Yeah. She wasn't very layered, and that's kind of where Chris was a good counter, because, you know, to her being just so straightforward, he, like, kind of danced around her, giving her, giving her everything else yeah. that she needed. and he didn't take away from her at all. He didn't. Like, she was the center. He didn't add center. anything? Well, he did add stuff. Yeah. But, like, but, like, she was he the didn't, center of this. She and was, he didn't overpower her, yeah. Yeah, she was way, like, her personality was so much more powerful than his was, obviously, so that's why, like, they, she really does a great job, like, being the center of this film, and you really care about her. Um, and he doesn't detract from it. Like, how difficult would it have been to write that? Like, you just, it's really difficult to write things like that, so I, I applaud... And just to act for that, too. Yeah, and I applaud this, this movie for doing that. Like, that was, like, one of the things that I really liked about it, because I'm, I'm a sucker for romantic things. Like, I just, I always want to see it happening, so I'm just like, oh, this is great, I love romantic stuff. I mean, not saying that people need romantic partners, because... But, like, it's it's made very clear that she doesn't need a romantic partner, but she chooses to have one. Like, that is her choice. Everything is her choice. And that's why it's so cool. Which there, I liked, I liked their, their relationship. But then, for some reason, I didn't like when, like, after he died... She, like, went into, like, this rage mode, and then, like, like I know she loved him, but it just seemed, it just seemed very cheesy to me that, like, she was just, like, nah! and she was, like, just... Because she, she could have prevented it. it. It was just, like, you... Uh, I, I, I don't... I just, I was upset that he died. I just have no... I just can't. I, I can't just, defend it. I just it. didn't like the end, the ending. Yeah. No. No. And it was sweet when she was, like, crying over his picture in the, you know, V-Day and everything, but... Oh, yeah. I just... And I was upset. Like, I was actually, like, kind of tearing up when he died. Like, I was like... The son was very upset. I just don't think he should have died. He didn't need to. It was unnecessary. She should have... I I would have loved to see her defeat the... That like just <gasps> continue and then live a life. Sandra, what could you imagine? What if he had lived? Think okay, guys. Picture this: if he lived, and then, and then on what is it? V V day D day? What is it? V day. He shows up. V day. No, no, oh. he's he's always there. No, but then they do their own little like you know that that kiss. That poster? What if they did their own one of those? I was uh, like, how cute would that have been? I would die. Oh my god, that would have been sad. There you go. I would probably throw up. Different ending. <laughs> they should have done that. You know the poster where like the the sailors like kissing the girl. They should have done that instead. Well, that's that's a that's apparently a kind of a forced kiss. It's not not uh, as consensual as people really. Oh, lead it to believe. Yeah. He would have asked her permission. Yeah. Then he would have done it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there you go. So sweet. There you go. So, so pure. So sweet. That would have been I'm nice. going to live in that world because it's all fake anyways. I might as well just be like, yeah, they lived, yeah, ma- they make lived it, a wonderful make it life together. Make whatever you want. Yeah. I don't even know if she can have babies, but make babies. You, you make that clay baby and maybe Zeus will bring it to life. Yeah. You you make it. You, you, you live that. It. You live till he's old as fuck and he dies, but you had a wonderful life together and then you go fight with Batman. I'm down. I'm ready. You ready? Are you ready? 
for I'm Justice not, League. I'm not ready. Let's just assume that's how she lived. <sighs> Let's just be okay. like, okay, that's what happened to her. She remember she's thinking thoughtfully, looking at the lithograph of her and her husband. Like, oh, I loved Steve so much. We had so many wonderful memories together. We have like 15 grandchildren. I love this. 15, <laughs> 15 grandchildren. Oh my gosh. Anyways, that's that's the uh, that's the romantic. Um, long storyline that I, I'm gonna stick with because I'm unhappy with this ending. You know what? I'll I'll stick with that too. Okay. We'll stick with it together. Let's do it. What do you guys think? Let us know. <laughs> um, what do you guys would have like wanted to happen? Like what did you guys want to happen? Or if you liked it, I'm sure. I mean if if you if you wanted Steve to die, screw you, but um but uh yeah. I'm excited for Justice League though. Yeah. I am so excited. I'm not, like, I'm not really excited. No, I was okay. actually more excited for this movie. You know what I'm like... most excited for? What? Just Jason Momoa. <laughs> I am so excited. You guys, I love Jason Momoa so much. We got to see the entire Justice League <gasps> cast last year at we Comic-Con. Did. We, we got did. to see the Wonder Woman cast. Oh, it was so great. Gal did, like, her amazing, like, Wonder Woman poses. She did. And I got those. Like, she was so close to us. Like, her and Chris and Patty were, like, right there. I was like, oh, shit. And Connie Nielsen was there, too. Yep. Oh, it was so exciting. Such a good day. Such a good day. Ugh. I just think so fondly on those days, man. It's coming up. Comic-Con's coming up. We're about to make more memories at Comic-Con this year. So excited. Yeah. Oh, man. Great. Okay, so you don't want to say anything else about this movie? Do you remember anything? Um, what else? Other than that, we should read the meta scores. Oh, yeah, we should. I mean, we could have talked more about the poison lady, but, you know, she's yeah, whatever. I don't really have a lot to say about her, really. she got a cool mask, I guess. Let's see. Who else is in here? Nah. I mean, Gal was pretty amazing, like, and she was also, like, the perfect person for this role, I think, because she was in the Israeli army, um, she's tall and beautiful. She's a good actress. Like, I just think... Look at this cool top to this page. Yeah, I know. They're all, like, ready. They want you to buy tickets on IMDb. Wow, IMDb. That's great. So what's the overall meta score? You read those. All right. The overall meta score out of 50 reviews is 76. Which That's is pretty, pretty good. good. That's that is really good. That is real good. I'm curious, I would give did, it that too. What did Suicide Squad get? Oh god. Seriously, you're going to look that I up? I can't even spell suicide. Here we go. Suicide Squad got an average meta score of 40. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. What about Batman versus Superman? Uh, Batman versus Superman got an average meta score of 44! Oh, wow. wow! Better than Suicide Squad? Uh, yeah. I guess the story was slightly better than Suicide Squad's story. And then just for fun, let's check Green Lantern. <laughs> That's not even in the same universe. Though. I don't care. It was just so bad. I don't care. I love how Ryan Reynolds just makes fun of himself. It got a 39! Oh, shit! It's in the red! I love how Ryan Reynolds <laughs> just, like, makes fun of himself and Deadpool about it. Like... Oh, Ryan Reynolds is so much better as Deadpool. Oh, well, he, like, even in Deadpool, he was just, like, cracking jokes about how the guy in the Green Lantern was a terrible actor. Oh, <laughs> So funny. So funny. All right, so let's read some of these. So, we can start with the worst one, the lowest one, which is a 58. This person did not like it. Um, Still better than Suicide Squad. From, <laughs> from the playlist, yes, it's the... DCEU's is it DC something universe? Extended universe. Extended universe. Best film, but as we know, that's not saying a lot. But hey, that <laughs> terrific second act that we should cling to, even if it's a distant memory by the time love defeats aggression, Wonder Woman might be molded by the mighty gods, but as shaped by mere mortals, her metal and beliefs and can only... Okay. I think, what? <laughs> I feel like this person is not speaking English. Like, I think this was translated. Wonder Woman might be molded by the mighty gods, but as shaped by mere mortals, her metal and disbeliefs and can only... 
and can be only so wonderfully... What? Okay. (laughs) This is just worded weird. Anyway, your review doesn't count. No, it does. But anyway. Next one. Let's see. So what? Do I just do like a polar? Polar opposites? Do one to the lowest and do the highest? Okay. So let's see. It's two places. Gave it a 91. I'm just going to read the top one. From IndieWire... Wonder Woman is as much about a superhero rising as it is about a world deserving of her, and Diana's hard-won insistence on battling for humanity, no matter how frequently they disappoint, adds the kind of gravitas and emotion that establishes it as the very be- as the very best film the DCEU has made yet. There's only one word for it. Wonderful. That's nice. That is nice. Wonder Woman is smart, slick, and satisfying in all the ways super superhero films ought to be. How deliciously ironic that in a genre where the boys seem to have all the fun, a female hero and a female director are the ones that show the fellas how it's done. What, what? So that's cool. I'm glad it got, I'm glad it got good, got good reviews. Yeah, it did. That's awesome. And it was really good. Good job, DC. It's the number one movie in the world. Right now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty That's going to change soon. Cars is coming out next week. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, will, it will make a lot of money, though. You know it. <laughs> Cars is going to make a ton of money. Yeah, it will. Overseas. That's I'm excited. I want to go see it. I was listening to Kevin and Bean the other day, and they said that Fox News was upset because Wonder Woman was not patriotic enough. Like, it no. had nothing to do with America. And it really didn't. I'm glad it didn't. I know. And they were like, they were like, well, it's supposed to be patriotic. And pretty much everybody else was like, she's not even American. She's Amazonian. She has nothing to do with America. She doesn't even fight for America at all. No, she fights She fights for mankind. She does. She fights for mankind. She doesn't are, just fight for America. It's a universal thing. It's not just us. We're not the only fucking people on this planet. Jesus Christ. Yeah, same thing with Superman. He helps everyone. He does. All around the world. He's an alien. They fight for mankind, even though the movies happen to take place in the U.S. I'm most just of the sick. Time. I'm just sick of this like stupid thought that like Americans are superior to everybody else because that's just fucked up, and we're no different than everybody else on this entire planet. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we're all the same. Everybody's a human. It's just ugh. bringing it back to the sensate like discussion of why it was fucking. Oh, I was canceled. Oh, they said something about it on their Facebook. Ooh, 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 I should ooh. read it. What, 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 oh, what? shit, I was so upset when I read it, too. It was just what? earlier today. It was today. worse? Is that good news? It was, it was bad news. Oh, then I don't want to hear it. This is what they said. No. To our Sense8 family, oh. we've seen the petitions. Oh. We've seen the messages. Oh. We know you want to hashtag renew Sense8. No. And we wish we could hashtag bring back Sense8 no. for you. The reason we've taken so long to get back to you is because we've thought long and hard here at Netflix to try and make it work, but unfortunately we can't. Thank you for watching and hope you stay close with your cluster around the world. Hashtag sensates forever. No, God, that's the no! worst. That hurt me. I was like reading that, like, oh God, that's the worst news ever. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> shit and all the shit. <laughs> it hurts so bad. My heart just <sighs> broke into pieces. Ugh. You know what I want is I wish they didn't kill off Chris Pine's character so that we could have another one. Can you? <laughs> you and Chris Pine, he's dead all summer. I he's love dead. him. I'm in love with him. He's dead. Him. Everything you love is dead. Oh, um, sorry. I'm just so salty about something. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Because then we could have another Wonder Woman movie. Like, we're not going to have another one, you know? Oh. <gasps> That's right. I mean, they did have, like, technically two other Captain America films. That took place today. But now we've yeah. got Justice League. Like, we need... Like, I wish we could have another one. Like, I liked it so much. I was like, can we have another one? Like, of some other thing she has to go through. Like, that would be nice, you know? <laughs> I wonder if that would be about. Hmm. I know. Like, it could take... A, it literally could take place any time between 1914... 
and 2017. Like, it could be any time between there. A hundred years. If. If, if Steve never died, <laughs> we could have gotten a spin-off show called Agent Rogers. Isn't it like the exact same name as? Isn't it like the exact same name as Captain America? Or it's really close to it, isn't it? Steve Trevor. Trevor. Shit. Agent Trevor. <laughs> Still, I get what you're saying. I sorry. Agent I was Trevor. I was trying to make because, a Peggy Carter joke. Oh, but that makes so much sense because Peggy's an agent, and so is he. Oh man! Wow. These these movies are real similar. <laughs> They really they are. They really are. They really tried to not make it similar. But they're real similar. Uh. They're really... Like, I could just go through, like, a lot of parallels between just, like... And that's weird, because I never even thought about that till just now. Oh, like, yeah, I, I did. Until you brought it up. I thought about it during the movie. I thought about while we were watching it. I completely forgot about yeah. the first Captain America movie. Yeah, because, I mean, it wasn't our favorite. I don't think about it. I don't really I think about don't it think too think about often. It. I just love Peggy, so I really just... Just know her from the show and everything. Peggy is great. Oh Peggy's yeah, a great she's character. my favorite for sure. She's awesome. So yeah, that was us talking about Wonder Woman. Um, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's really good, um, and it'll get you all set up for Justice League with Jason Momoa. Yeah. So we have a Twitter. It's at By the Popcorn. You can also find us on Facebook. So just search all By the Popcorn. And we have a, we have a Gmail. It's all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com and all by the popcorn at gmail.com. And it would be amazing if you could write a review on iTunes. Give us five stars. I mean, or not. I, it, it, it doesn't have to be five stars. It'd be whatever. I would it could be seven stars if you want. You can't give that many stars. Really? The highest is five. That is so limiting, iTunes. Is it really? Come on. Out of a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Out of ten. But I feel like if you've listened this far, you've at least kind of enjoyed this podcast. I mean. Yeah, even if you've... I mean, I don't know. I, I honestly... Our stats don't tell us how often people... People listen, really. Yeah. So. But if, if, you, if you listen to more than one, please leave us a review. Yeah, please. We love to hear from people. It, it would be great. It really would. Yeah. So anyways. Uh, or email yeah. us. Let us know. Please email us. <laughs> something you'd like us to talk about. Oh, yeah. We're probably going to get to the, the next Indiana Jones episode. Yeah, we're thinking next is going to be the third, fourth, the fourth, fourth Indiana Jones episode. So if you've been listening to those, there's one coming up. Also, this is our 15th episode, this episode we're putting out. We're going, man. We're going. I'm really proud of us, Emily. I'm proud of us, too. We did so well. We we live our lives and we do this. We're really sticking to this, and I really enjoy it. Me, too. <laughs> okay. Anyways, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Bye! Bye! ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.